You're listening to the Hello Awesome Podcast, and this is episode number 51. Well, guys, this is unplanned by me, but definitely orchestrated by God. This is a bonus episode, if you couldn't tell by the release date. But earlier this week on Instagram stories, we were talking about the call of God. Today, we are dealing with a global crisis that most of us are on lockdown inside. There are a lot of questions and confusion. But while we are waiting for this to pass, maybe this episode will be an encouragement to you. Many of you are seeking to find a calling from God and what he wants you to do. I kept trying to put together a solo show with a mini Bible study for you, but it wouldn't come together. Then on Wednesday, I recorded this awesome interview with Adrian Hildebrand from the Faith in Finance podcast, and God blew our minds. Seriously. Not only did he guide our conversation to the calling of God, but Adrian's answers literally addresses many of the things you guys sent me through Instagram. So here we are twice this week connecting, and honestly, I'm loving it. In this bonus episode, Adrian shares her journey attending Indiana Bible College, being multi-passionate, how she got started as a finance coach, and how we must give ourselves grace when seeking our calling. Our hearts were so uplifted after this discussion. I know yours will be too. Here is our bonus episode, episode number 51 that I am calling Call of God with Adrian Hildebrand. You're listening to the Hello Awesome podcast. I'm JC, and this is the place where we get real, sharing truthful insights that will encourage us to make intentional choices in both life and business. I want to start conversations that not many young Christians today are having. Will you join me? Before we get to why you're here, let me share two special deals with you from some friends of mine. The Hello Awesome podcast wants to welcome back our sponsor, Nuggles, for a new season. Through affordable, modest fashion, Nuggles aims to provide beauty with comfort. From dresses to slip skirts, modesty doesn't have to sacrifice style. Hello Awesome listeners can use the exclusive 10% discount code by using Hello Awesome 10 during checkout. Head to Nuggles.us to browse their full collection today. Again, that's N-U-G-G-L-E-S dot U-S to shop high quality products to add to your modest wardrobe today. Do you firmly believe that our relationship with Jesus should impact every part of our lives, including the clothes that we wear? We do too, and so do our friends over at The Modest Poppy. If you're ready for casual wear that's high quality for the modern Christian girl, use their special discount code TMP20 for 20% off your next order at themodestpoppy.com. You can be a witness for Jesus just by what you wear. So take advantage of these special offers from our incredible sponsors right now. Keeping great content and products coming takes not only time, but money. This got me thinking, how can I keep doing what I love, creating stuff you love, while also building a special program just for Hello Awesome's most loved supporters? Enter in Patreon. Patreon is an amazing website where I have put together an exclusive reward membership system. For as low as $2 a month, I will exchange your financial contribution with incredible benefits not found anywhere else. This includes bonus podcast episodes that haven't even been released yet, audio content, free digital copies of all of my books, current 
and future beautiful phone wallpapers, an official Hello Awesome tote bag, and so much more. Just go to patreon.com backslash Hello Awesome. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com backslash Hello Awesome to become a Hello Awesome Patreon today or click the link in the show notes. I appreciate you so much. And just giving a little bit to Hello Awesome, you will receive so much exclusive content from yours truly. One more thing. Did you know my books, The Palace Keepers and The Glitter Effect, are available as an ebook and paperback on Amazon? That's right. Just search the titles and add them to your next Amazon order, and you can actually have one of my books in your hands in just a few days. Your support means the world to me. It really fills my heart and it financially supports current and future Hello Awesome projects. Head to the show notes for a direct link to my Amazon author bio for more details. Hey guys, welcome back to the Hello Awesome podcast. I am here with a fellow apostolic podcaster and my Insta buddy, Adrian Hildebrand. Adrian, thank you for taking time um, to be with me on the podcast today. Can you please take a minute to share with us who you are, what you do, and where people might know you from? Yeah, thank you so much for having me. So as you said, my name is Adrienne Hildebrand. I am the host of the Faith and Finance podcast, and I am a speaker, educator, and a financial coach. All of those, I speak about financial things, I coach about financial things, and I educate about financial things. I'm a certified financial education instructor. I have a background in banking and kind of wanted to do a little bit different things than banking and my heart is to teach. And so I love um, sharing inspiring stories on my podcast. And then now it has evolved, of course, into a business and I am coaching others on their financial journey. Someone said, are you kind of like the apostolic Dave Ramsey? And I was like, sure, if that (laughs) helps you put it in perspective, that's a really good way to think about it. And I love Dave Ramsey. He changed our life. Um, People might know me from the podcast or from just knowing me, you know, everybody kind of knows everybody in the Pentecostal church and Apostolic church. So that's where people might know me from. Yeah, I know. um, We briefly talked about this before, but I want to bring it up because I think it's so hilarious because years ago, obviously IBC um, is part of your story and it was a blessing to me um, uh, staying home with the kids. We used to put on, you know, IBC you know, the mm. choir on YouTube and we used to jam to it. And one of my favorite songs, actually looking back, you used to sing <laughs> <laughs> Persuaded. And so when I remember your face, because we watched that video like a million times and I remember looking at the little icon for your podcast and I said, I think I know her, um, but not know her, know her, but I know her. And then when we got talking, you were like, yeah, that was me when I was 18. <laughs> yep, baby Adrian. And then that. aside from that, though, your family, um, your husband's family is mm-hmm. from Indiana. And I know all your um, nieces and mm-hmm. uh, your sister-in-law. It's just like such a yeah. small world. It's crazy. Yeah, shout out to the Mac family. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I think that's so cool. So yeah, let's take it back to uh, IBC, Indiana Bible College. This might be a loaded statement, but tell me how that decision changed your life and the impact that IBC had on you. Yeah. So IBC was, so let me start with this. When I was a young teenager, I always felt called to do something for the Lord. I grew up in a home missions church and it was just part of my life. I 
play, I helped with the music. I played piano and I sang and I led worship and I started learning very young just and feeling very called to do something for the Lord. I didn't quite know what that would look like or what that would become. But, you know, through the course of my life, I felt like I had wanted to go to IBC. I didn't know why. Truthfully, I look back now and I'm thankful that I did. I mean, I'm thankful anyway, but I'm thankful because I would have changed my college major 500 times if I went to a regular, you know, um, secular school or whatever. But Mm -hmm. I just really felt God calling me there. And so I went and I was a worship studies major, actually, which was basically music. And I got to sing in the chorale and the choir and just God really shaped me and formed me and taught me a lot about myself there. However, you know, moving forward, we, I, I went for two and a half years, so I did not graduate from IBC, but my husband and I met there and then we got married shortly afterward and we moved a couple of times from Florida to Indiana because he's from Florida to Indiana and we youth pastored for a little bit and just you know as you're a young person you're you're kind of trying to feel out things right you're trying to find the call of not find the call but feel out the call of God on your life mm-hmm. and also um, I remember feeling called to preach at one point right and uh, even sometimes now women it people feel weird about that sometimes right and sure. I was kind of I was like oh my goodness you know I, I've always been kind of different anyways I've always felt a little different I'm much I'm very exuberant and uh, I I have opinions and things and of course as you get older you learn to hone it in and you mm-hmm. you you get older and um, yeah, have same. more maturity right Mm-hmm. Right but yes, but I always knew that, and well, not always, but moving forward in my life, I realized it's okay to to be multifaceted, to have different interests, to have different passions, to have different mm-hmm. uh, ministries, if you will. Right? Like I'm still on mm-hmm. the worship team at my church. I still lead worship and sing almost every Sunday, and I'm doing this podcast now. Right? All of these things lined up. Um, as soon as I left IBC, I got a job at a bank and I didn't realize all this would happen. And then part of my story is that I started a business on credit cards and that's what got us into debt. And then I, we are debt free and I started learning about all this stuff and I just became fascinated with it. And people were asking me, how did you do that? How did you do that? And so all of these things, you know, you look back over your life and I love to encourage young people. And I, I think I'm veering away a little bit from the question. I'm sorry, but I love to tell young people, um, it's okay to be who God's calling you to be, but it's also okay okay to not totally understand and fully comprehend what God has for your life. You know, I think mm-hmm. we 18 year olds feel like they have to have everything figured out, right? When the reality is, is life is a series of pivots and movement and just being open to opportunity. And truthfully, I'm so thankful that I was able to look and, and see an opportunity to minister now through my podcast and through coaching others. And that truly is a ministry, right? And so I'm so thankful for that. I know I veered away a little bit from the question, but I felt kind of like I should say that. Yeah, no, that's actually so great because I know a lot of people listening have had that on their hearts. Actually, this week, I've had a lot of um, just people reach out and ask about the calling of God. And so I think they'll be really um, interested to hear that. I think that's something that we all want to know. We all want to know what are we called to do. But I think sometimes we think it's so, um, it has to be so black and white. And right. I'm not saying God isn't black and white, sure. but sometimes the calling isn't exactly what we think the calling is. Sometimes right. it's just, you know, obeying God and serving locally. 
Yes. And it's just saying, okay, Lord, you know, we say, if you can use anything, Lord, you can use me, right? Like we sing these songs, but then it's like, but only use me in the way that I want to be used. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, okay, Lord, truly whatever my hand, you know, the Bible says, whatever our hand finds to do, do it as unto the Lord. And I'm not a mother, but I know that mothers, you know, in seasons of life, being a a mother to young children is your ministry at that point. Mm -hmm. Being a a pastor's wife might be your ministry. Being a pastor might be your ministry being um faithful at your job at your work might be a ministry you know we god can use us anywhere he is not confined to uh our own thinking he's not confined to that and so i'm so thankful that the lord has kind of led me to faith and finance and who knows i may pivot later on in life i don't know that's the right. thrill of life right it's just right. being it's just being uh mindful and cognizant that the lord can do anything right and we yes. can he can use us to do whatever he wishes, just got to be open to it. Right. Exactly. So I do want to talk about like, um, I love everything that you said, because it's exactly where people are right now. I think, especially with how the world is going. Um, I want you to share how, cause I'm sure there's somebody that somebody listening that, you know, maybe has an idea and they're just not sure if they should like pursue it. But like mm-hmm. you said, they're seasoned sometimes. So sometimes maybe that idea is not for the, your, you know, your whole life, but you feel God is calling you to do this thing. So um, can you just share in the early years when you and Kyle got married and as you transitioned into adulthood and you started living married life, cause that's to- totally different. Yeah. Um, you're no longer college students and now you have to be partners outside of that environment, how did those early years look when you were kind of both figuring out each other, both figuring out yourselves and kind of transitioning? Oh my goodness. So let me start by saying marriage is hard. And I'm just real about things, yeah. you know, um, my husband allows me to share our story a lot on my pocket, you know, about our finances and everything like that. But, mm-hmm. um, marriage is hard and we've had our own struggles. We've had, we've been through things, we've been through things and we're still young. I'm only 25 and he's 23, but we're, we've been through stuff. And through it all though, you know, there were times where I was like, okay, Lord, I don't see what you're trying to do here. I don't understand what's going on. I don't know why we have to go through X, Y, Z when really some of it was our own doing right. Um, oftentimes, but the Lord has really just he's led us and he's helped us. And I think we've just been trying to be open to what the Lord has for us. Right. And I think that's part of it too. And I'm kind of, I realized, you know, early in my marriage, I'm, I'm a little bit of a control freak in a way because, um, my brain is very chaotic. I'm very, I, my room was always a mess growing up. Like my, everything was a mess. And so when I realized that my life was a little bit chaotic, anything that I could control, I was trying to control. Right. And the Lord was, has really shaped me and helped me, uh, to realize that you can't control people, right. I can't control my husband. I can't control what he does. And then as we've grown and learned together, we've learned to be married and to be, um, supportive of each other and their interests, but also talking to each other, like, Hey, is this a good step? Is this something we should, we should do, or, or I should do or whatever, but also very much Kyle's very supportive of, I mean, truthfully, he's not really a part of faith and finance, right? He is because he's my husband, but it's my thing, right? It's something I do. And so having those things that we do together and having separate things and just really just being flexible a little bit, right? (laughs) Because life is very unexpected. 
and the Lord's been really dealing with me about that just to trust him and to trust that, you know, we put our foot forward and we do what we know to do and he's going to take care of the rest, right? There's um, faith is action, right? Faith without works is dead. And so what that means to me and God has really uh, solidified this in my mind. Okay, Lord, I'm going to put forth my best effort and then you come in if and do your part, right? It's not just, oh, well, I have faith, and then you sit and do nothing. Right. Um, so God's really <laughs> helped us with that too. And just, um, you know, again, like you said, seasons and the seasons of life, you know, our season right now is we're, we don't have children yet, and that's okay. You know, our season of life is that we're serving in our local church and not in a leadership, but that's okay. You know, whatever, if God has called you to something, it will come to pass. You just got to um, chill sometimes a little bit, like chill out. I think we get so stringent on, oh my gosh, this has to happen right now. When really it's yes. God's like, you know, David was anointed king as a, as a young boy. And it wasn't until years later that he became king. Right. So it's, right. it's, we, there's a process for everything. right? Yes, absolutely. And I think that's something that we have to remember because mm-hmm. it's so easy for us like we were talking about before to, I mean, I'm, I'm in the same boat. I could resonate. Um, I literally was just praying last night, Lord, I am such a control freak. <laughs> um, because um, my brain is also very chaotic. And I think when you're a creative person, um, that can happen when you're multi-passionate. That can also happen when you do love to, you know, sing or write or do art or, you know, do financing. When you do a lot of different things, sometimes you can get confused because I feel like society makes us pick one. Mm. You have to just pick one and then that's your thing for the rest of your life. But sometimes that's not true. And the older that I get, um, I'm actually 10 years older than you. That's nuts. Um, I'm 35, (laughs) um, but I still act like I'm younger, um, which sometimes that can, uh, (laughs) that can be to my downfall. But, um, (laughs) But yeah, I do, the, the older I get, I do realize just how much pressure it is for young mm-hmm. people and just for even people in their, you know, 20s. Um, maybe they've finished college and they really don't know what to do and they've right. taken all these classes and nothing just sticks, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I just think it's so important, like you said, that just, you know, just be, have grace for yourself. Yes. Slow down. Like yes. it's okay if you don't have it all figured out. We have to realize that God's the one in control. Right. And, you know, I'm sure you never thought this was going to happen to you, be a financial no analyst. Um, no but God opened the door for that to be your part of your story. I mean, it might right. not be your whole story, but it's a part of it. And so I think we just have to, yeah, remember that everything happens obviously for a reason and in seasons and it's all a process. This whole thing uh, is a process. Um, I had someone tell me that uh, they're very just confused because uh, they, they want to do one thing, but they're, they keep being told by other people that they can't do this thing because that's not like a real calling. Mm. And, um, you know, we are going to have the opinions of others. And I think, yes, we need to be careful. We need to listen to our pastors and take that into consideration and have wise, godly counsel. You know, um, they don't want you, you know, quitting a good job and you go work at Applebee's or something, which, but maybe God wants you to go there because maybe you have somebody that you need to save there, you know, or like help get saved there. So like, we don't know what, where God wants us to go, but I think that it's just important for us to remember 
uh, that it's it's not always going to be easy or clear, mm. but we just have to remember just who's in control of everything. If that yes. And we spend so much time worrying about the, I'm a, I'm a natural worrier. I think about all the things that can happen, right? Um, but I've learned that there are very few things that are truly detrimental to your life, right? Like, it, yeah. and what I'm saying is, is that, okay, if you decide to go to another job, okay, what's the worst that can happen, mm -hmm. right? Like you, we think, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. But then somebody told me about this practice of, and maybe I heard it on a podcast, I'm not sure, but literally write down what is the literal worst that can happen if you decide to do this. And I'm not talking about sin. I'm not talking about things like that. I'm talking right. about if you're, if you're in between two jobs, right? And truthfully, mm -hmm. the peace of God helps us to decide those things. But oftentimes, um, my word of the year is clarity. And I've heard it like 400 times mm -hmm. this year that, that in order to get clarity, you have to do something, right? Because, because if you're just envisioning things and nothing is actually happening, it's hard to get clear about that, right? Sure, I'm explaining that quite right. But my point is, is that, you know, if you feel God is calling you to do X, Y, Z, fully consider it, talk to your spouse, whoever, whatever, and, and maybe find a way to, to test that a little bit in the age that we live in, right? There, there's the internet, there's smaller ways of doing things. For instance, I want to be a coffee shop owner. It's long story. I'm not going to get into, but there, a small way for me to do that is to set up a little cart at a farmer's market. Mm -hmm. right? I don't yeah. have to go get a building loan right now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. So it's like, figure out, okay, try it, see if it works. If it doesn't, okay. That's kind of how my podcast was, right? Mm -hmm. Try it, see if it works. If it doesn't work, I don't have to do it again. And right. so it's like just trusting the Lord that, um, you know, what, what's supposed to be is going to be <laughs> right. I think we get so yes. caught up, um, and in, in our heads sometimes, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And I love that you mentioned that because um, I think people don't understand that there are dreams that, you know, people we know have, but they might not even share them mm -hmm. um, just because a lot of it's personal or they're just trying to figure it out. So um, right. we never know what people are capable of. And so we have to also be careful when we're the ones giving advice to people. Um, you know, I've gotten a lot of questions and I'm sure you've gotten questions. People think that we have a podcast or we're doing something we're, we're, we're active. So we should have like answers for them. <laughs> and so, um, I, maybe I can help you, but a lot of it has to be between you and God, mm -hmm. honestly. And as, as cliche as that sounds, um, sometimes it just means just slowing down a little bit and just having grace for yourself in the moment. Yeah. yeah. Also, one thing you just said, you didn't really mean it in this way, but you said, um, we're active and we're doing something. And so people have questions for us. Mm -hmm. That's literally how people need to look at their own lives. Do something, try something, do the thing. I don't yeah. care what it is. Try. And then you'll find answers to your questions sometimes, right? Yeah. You'll find an answer to your question. Seek me with all your heart and you right. will find me. Right? Right. Exactly. Walk by faith, not by sight walking by faith, doing something. It doesn't mean you're running. It just means you're doing something. Right. And I'm very right. strong willed about that kind of thing now. And the Lord's <laughs> really it. done a, a, a wonder on my mind. Right. Cause I think he made me realize like if, if Adrian, the thing you're worried about right now in the grand scheme of life is not a big deal, try mm -hmm. it. And if it doesn't work, okay. I think we get so afraid of, of, feeling like people are going to see us as failures, right? When really I'm just mm -hmm. like, if I never try, I'm going to, in 10 years, 
um, someone, I think I can't remember who said this, but the 10 year test, if you, if you want to do something and you want to try, if you want to record a podcast, if you want to start a blog, if you want to knit kitten sweaters, I don't know, but if you want to do something like that, okay. In 10 years, look at it now. If in 10 years, if I don't do this, will I regret it? And if the answer is yes, then try it, yeah. you know? Yeah, that's good. I like that a lot. I think, you know, um, cause I, I look back when I, you know, cause I started doing like art and blogging and I realized a lot of it was me with my own thoughts, paralyzing myself. Yeah. Like yes. we are the worst critics of ourselves. Yes. So like, I want you to, um, just talk a little bit about that when you realized that God was opening doors for you to, you know, um, have a career in finance mm. and looking at your background and knowing that this was like kind of a weakness for you. And now all of a sudden you're being you know, called in a sense to teach other people. Um, I want you to talk a little bit about how you felt like, what is that? Um, imposter syndrome. Yes. You know, we really do feel like we're like imposters. Like, Oh, I hope nobody knows that I'm like, not really this cool, all knowing person, but like we, we, we get so paralyzed about, you know, we, we feel like we have to have everything figured out and all the answers before we begin. Yeah, that's such a good question because truthfully, I feel imposter syndrome all the time, right? Oh, yeah. But the, but the difference is is that I'm like, okay, Lord, I know that you have called me to do this right now. It is needed, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's so needed, and I don't know why I feel kind of a pull to do this, right? I don't know why me, why me, <laughs> why me. Yeah. But I'm like, okay, Lord, I'll, I'll I trust you. And I'm going to do it because if that's what to do to share a story with others and we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony, and this can help other people with their finances now and just get their finances in order. That's fine. I'm not, I do not claim to be a guru, right? Like I'm teaching very basic principles. I'm helping people do basic things. I'm being an accountability partner to people. Right. And so, um, it's just, it's just saying, okay, Lord, not my will, but yours be done. Look at everyone in the, like literally everybody who's called to do something. Mm-hmm. In fact, I can't even think of one person off the top of my head right now who, who didn't feel a level of imposter syndrome, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, literally everyone who was called to do something by the Lord has felt some level of insecurity, right? And I've dealt with insecurity my whole life, my whole life. And truthfully, now I can say, now I'm so thankful because I can say, you know what? There are a ton of things I'm not good at, truthfully. Like there are so many things I, I cannot draw, JC. I can't paint like you can't. You know, that is not my wheelhouse. And so I think when we say, okay, Lord, you have given me certain gifts, right? You have given me right. certain gifts. And it's okay to say, this is a gift from God. Like literally I can say, I literally can't paint and I don't have any interest in painting, but I love talking with people and connecting with people. And I like recording a podcast. Those are gifts. Those are things that I've developed over time. Those are things I'm good at, right? That's okay for me to say, because there's a ton of things I'm not good at. And I think that's part of it too, is saying, okay, what Lord, Lord, what are you wanting me to to get from this? What are you wanting me to, to do with this? Right? What are you trying to teach me? How can I be used of you? And truthfully, what is it that they say more people care about themselves than they care about us? Like, okay, if you fail, who cares? Like, whatever. I know. know Okay. Pick yourself up. (laughs) I do think the older you get, the less you really care what people think. (laughs) 
And I totally resonate with that like 80 year old woman who literally walks out of her house with like slippers and like curlers still in her hair. And she has this attitude about, I don't care, look away. (laughs) That is going to be me. (laughs) I love it. That's a little bit like me now. But honestly, I think it's just because you see more of who God has made you to be. And you feel less threatened to be somebody else. Right. Right. You realize that if, okay, I have a twin sister, like, twin who is amazing. She's so organized. She's very, looks like you. (laughs) I know she's very, uh, like mild mannered. She's very organized. Those are things I'm not naturally good at, but I am her biggest fan. I am my sister's biggest fan. And I can understand that I have, she would love to be able to be a, like a better public speaker. And I love public speaking. I love it. I've always loved it. I've always been, um, I always ace my classes at school, you know, but she would love to do that. And I can recognize, Lord, there are so many people who are afraid of speaking in public. And that is something you have given me a gift for, I guess, you know, of course I'm trying to hone that and be better because I want to use my talents the best way that I can. But you're right. When I can look at my sister and say, oh my gosh, she is amazing. I love my sister. I'm her biggest fan. My twin mm-hmm. sister, I'm her biggest fan. She was like top 10 of our class. She was uh, all the leads in the school musical. Just like, per- and I was just kind of like the goofy, funny one. Everyone always <laughs> called me. But it's like, I, that's okay. That's who I am. And that's who right. God made me to be. I don't have to be like her. Right. You know, I don't have to. And you're so right. You just, um, you just become more confident in who you actually are instead of trying to be like everybody else, you know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So I want to maybe have you take this time. I think this would be a perfect time for you to just take a couple of minutes here to talk to somebody right now, because I know that this is on the hearts of people listening. They have sent me questions. I've put so many different question boxes and um, I've had people DM me about like, you know, I'm just confused about my calling or I'm feeling scared or nervous, or is it my voice or is it God's voice? Mm. And, um, I wanted you to just take some time and maybe talk to a person who's listening that's feeling so uneasy about their plans, maybe even their plans like changing. Maybe they're having a little controlling situation that they feel like they can't let go. Maybe they're having just a difficult time trusting God through that. Mm. What would you say to that person? Oh, I'm so glad you asked me this because this is something that the Lord's been dealing with me about and been able to encourage others in this way recently. And so the peace of God passes all understanding. And there's a difference between being kind of nervous in your belly, like, oh my gosh, this is exciting. This is nervous. And knowing in your heart of hearts that something isn't right. You know what I'm saying? There is a difference. And I think sometimes we either feel that kind of nervousness, like, oh man, I I think this is something I'm supposed to do. Or we feel nervous because we want somebody to validate that we already know God is saying something is not right for us. Does that kind of make sense? Yeah. Does that make sense? Okay. So there is a difference. Now, if you feel the little excited jittery thing, that's like, but it's kind of like, oh, I'm walking into the unknown sort of, you know, one thing that I learned recently was, or I heard someone say recently was if you feel that kind of nervous, that's the thing you need to do. Because anytime you do something new, you're going to feel nervous. Anytime you feel God calling you out upon the waters, you're going to feel nervous. You're going to say, is that really you, Lord? Is that you? You know, and, and the Lord bids us to come. Uh, and those are the things that are different, you know, and, um, as long as we're being prayerful and trying to live for the Lord and not doing something that is completely opposed to the scripture, because that is not of the Lord. Um, if we are, you know, just, just try it, test the waters, right? 
he walked out on the water and he took one step and he, he was like, just wa- started walking, right? Because the Lord was bidding him to come. But until you take that first step into what you feel God is calling you to do, you will never know. You will spend more time worrying about it had you, instead of just taking an action step. And then if you take an action step and you say, okay, you know what? Um, maybe this isn't what God wants. Okay. Well then now, you know, you know, I'm not saying go out and sin and do something like that. I'm just saying that the Lord places incredible opportunities in front of us. And if you're feeling like you want to do something, you've talked to spiritual authority, especially if it's something, you know, even with what I was doing, I talked to my pastor and I said, pastor, and people were reaching out to him. Can Adrian come speak at our churches or whatever? And um, we had that conversation, right? We had a conversation and put in guidelines, but had I not started doing this podcast, had I not taken that first step, none of that would have happened, right? Worry about things when they get to it. <laughs> um, and so I just want to encourage people, you know, if you are walking with the Lord and, and you are doing what you know to do every single day, God is going to set an open door before you that no man can shut. And he's going to open up doors for you. And he's going to give you boldness and courage to do whatever it is that he wants you to do. And as I said earlier, there are very few things that are truly detrimental. You know what I mean? Very, very few, even though we were in steep debt because I started this business on credit and truthfully probably shouldn't have, but I look back now and I'm like, God, thank you for that because it kind of pushed me into my destiny. Right. So I'm not saying be stupid or be whatever. (laughs) I'm just saying you get what I mean. Yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. Um, ditto what she said. Um, (laughs) because it's so true because I mean, I look back on my life too and I, I started this because I actually got a pink slip from my job. I also was in um, banking. I was a teller, Mm -hmm. uh, but I am not uh, financially. That just does not. That's my weakness. Uh, Sure. You said you can't paint. um, I probably can't really balance a checkbook very good, (laughs) to be honest. Um, But that's why, you know, we kind of need each other in the body. You know, what what I am good at, I can help somebody with their creativity, whereas maybe you can help couples, you know, maybe get out of debt. We all need each other. And so you can't look at each other's callings as like competition. We're all the members of the body and we work together, right, Right. with God at the head. And so I love everything that you just said because I just remember just getting that pink slip. And I knew it was coming at some point because I was like, Lord, you know, I'm not supposed to be in this environment. Yep. I am yep. not meant to be here. But you know what was funny is I was put into a bank that had a very, it was actually a credit union. But anyway, I was put in a branch that was very slow sometimes. And mm. I was able to write my first book wow. during the slow times. See? So I needed to be in that season because I needed that time, first of all, obviously to help my husband financially, but also I was given that time to work on a passion project. And so sometimes you're going to have like these jobs that you don't know why you're in, but it's something later. Yes. And two, I've learned to look, okay. I used to get so worried and worked up about stuff, especially like I look back and then there were so many jobs that I wanted that I didn't get. But now I know when God closes a door, I'm so, I'm kind of indecisive sometimes. And I know that when God closes a door, I literally laugh because I'm like, God, thank you for doing that. Cause I didn't have to make that decision. Right. Yeah. So sometimes, um, especially during this time and if people, I don't know when you're going to air this out, but right now c- coronavirus is happening. Right. And people are losing their jobs. Sometimes yeah. things like that happen to push us into 
to what we need to do, what we know to do, and to push us into a different environment, a different thing, whatever that looks like. And so truly God is working it all out for our good. But some of us, some people know that unless they get fired from their job, even though they know they kind of feel like they're kind of needing to do something else, they're not going to quit, you know? And so sometimes the Lord puts us in situations where we're like, okay, well, I guess I can try the thing now, you know? Yeah. Well, yes, because I was doing it like on a side, you know, we talk about a side hustle, but I knew, I said, I don't know how this is going to play out, but I know I'm supposed to be doing something full time, even though it's not going to be like a financially stabling thing. You know, my husband's job is the main um, job, but I knew like for my heart, I needed to do something different. And that day I remember I got the pink slip and they let me go like before lunch. So mm-hmm. hallelujah. It was like 10 a.m. I had the rest of the day. And then I think by like two o'clock, I had already had my website done and like wow. ready because That's I knew awesome. it. Like I just knew it. I said, yes. okay, this is the green light. And you know, I probably, there was a lot of things that I think the choices that I made during that moment probably weren't the best, sure, sure. Um, Been there. but you learn. Now you look back at it and you're like, okay, so the next time God closes the door, maybe I'll just Maybe I'll just do a little bit something different. Maybe I'll trust them a little bit and go a little slower. Right, right. And actually at the time of this, when we're recording this right now, last week, ironically, it was my last day at my job. And that's a whole nother story. And I'm so thankful, but, um, faith and finance, what I'm doing with my business is not, is not bringing in the same amount yet. It's not comparable, but we've set ourselves up financially. We're debt free. You know, we live well below our means. There were things that happened, And I was like, if I don't do this now, Mm -hmm. um, will I regret it? And there were uh, many other things that happened. I actually did a podcast episode about it, whatever people want to go listen to that. But anyway, all I'm saying is like, um, you know, getting, especially your finances together, getting, uh, you know, living below your means, being out of debt can allow you opportunities to kind of, um, do things like what I've just done. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and the worst that can happen is I have to go get another job again. Okay. Like, you know what I mean? But truthfully, I felt like the Lord was pushing me into this anyway. And then my husband and I had a conversation and it just worked out. Um, And so those are things too that we look at and we're like, okay, Lord, it doesn't quite make sense. Like I'll be completely, I'm just a real person. This is me. I'll be completely honest. Um, My husband just got on with the police department and we were going to be making six figures in income. That was the first time in our whole married lives that we've made any kind of money near to that. Mm -hmm. But they started needing me to travel three hours away from home for six days a week for months on end. And I'm not going to do that because of my values, right? Because church got, I wouldn't be able to sing in the choir, all those things. And Kyle and I were like, no, we're not doing that. And so I was able to step away from that because of the, the things that we've put in place, right? The things that we've done before. And I was able to say no. And thank God I do make some money with what I'm doing, you know, but we don't really need it. You know, I can build this business and not feel so stressed out. So I'm just saying all that to say it goes hand in hand with what you mentioned about getting let go, right? You know, Mm -hmm. um, things happen. And, and it's okay. We just need to look and say, okay, Lord, what is this? Um, somebody posted through all this whole thing. They said, okay, so yes, things are happening, but think, what does this make room for? What does this make possible? That's good. So it's amazing. And it's like, when you just think like that, okay, Lord, what does this make possible? What does this situation make possible right now? Um, and so 
yeah, I'm just feeling like the Lord really is speaking through us right now and just trying to encourage people that. And I think that this is timely because the audience doesn't know we tried to record this several months ago and, and your computer crashed and all this I stuff, know. but the yeah. Lord knew, the Lord knew. And I truly believe that for such a time as this, we're having this conversation. Um, so thank you. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. This is just so encouraging because I think this is what people need to hear is that, you know, not everybody has it figured out. And I know, I mean, people, I know people in their fifties who are Mm. still trying to figure it out. I mean, and, or they've had lucrative careers and then they're doing something else after Mm -hmm. retirement. Like it's okay to be multi-passionate. It's okay to have different avenues and different seasons that lead to different things. Like I was saying, I started with a blog and a shop, but then that eventually changed. I started doing content creation for another blog and getting paid for that. And then I did photography for a little bit. And then I did, you know, some writing for some articles and paid for that. And you know, that just paid for everything else. It, It just kind of snowballed. And then I'm realizing now that it all led to this moment right now, but then this moment might lead to a different moment that I can't see. Preach this. (laughs) So now you're using your knowledge to like educate people and, you know, helping them with uh, financial freedom. So why don't you talk a little bit about your podcast and the business right now and how that journey is unfolding in this moment? Yeah. So I know I'll try to keep it short because I I know we've kind of been on different things, but um, the podcast is really just a way in which to teach people and also share inspiring stories of people doing incredible things because of having their finances in order kind of thing or paying off massive amounts of debt. The the podcast is actually about to pit it a little bit and I'm going to start doing a little bit more. um, I'm going to do like money tip Tuesday episodes where they're going to be short, um, short form. And then also going to be on YouTube talking about what's an IRA, what's a budget, what are these things? And then having my weekly episodes still be more inspirational, more, um, sharing people's stories, things like that. And so that's another thing too, is like, I'm still figuring out we're all pivoting. Right. And so through the podcast, it actually led me to sort of start a business because people were like, what are you doing? How did you do this? What, what, what happened here? And so I started coaching people as well. And so what I help people do is, um, get them on a plan to get out of debt or whatever that looks like for them. We get out a value aligned spending plan, which value aligned spending is how I say we should budget and how we should spend our time even, um, spend according to your values. It's not about deprivation. It's not about things like that. It's about saying, okay, what do I value spend there? What do I not care about? How can I get rid of the things that I don't care about or whatever, you know, things like that. And so we just have those conversations. And, um, I'm so thankful for that. And then of course I've been speaking at churches and doing workshops and events. And so all of this is around the same central, uh, thing, but yeah, faithandfinance.org. If anybody is interested, I have, you know, pretty much everything on my website. Awesome. Oh my gosh. I'm so encouraged by you. I really am because oh. I know we've talked about this before, like, because that is my area of weakness. I get so excited that I see you helping people who also need just some encouragement or just need knowledge. And so that helps me kind of, you know, kick my bum into gear (laughs) and get just better in that area, just to be better, not perfect, just better. Yeah. Cause I'm not perfect yet either. Like, and I won't be until I get the glory, you know, like Right. There are things that we do and I'm real about it. I'm like, you know what? I actually messed up the budget this month, you know, and it's just being real because that's what I don't want people to ever think I'm, I'm perfect um, because we're yeah. not, we're humans, but I just want to encourage people to keep going and keep trying and keep doing it. 
That's awesome. I was just quickly flipping through some of the some of the questions or some of the things that people have been bothered by because I was talking about, you know, calling and how we've been talking about calling. I was just talking about it on my Instagram stories just the other day and I wanted people to finish this sentence. I struggle with knowing my calling because mm. and I had so many things and we actually touched on almost everything wow. which I feel like is such a god thing. But one thing is uh, it, kept, it kept coming up and it, it bothers me a lot. And I know that you can talk into this too. So the question is, that, or the, the phrase is, I struggle with knowing my calling because, and two people wrote in, I don't believe I'm worthy. Oh. Oh. And that just makes me want to cry so yeah. bad because I think we do that to ourselves or we feel that from other people. And I want just you to speak into that, you know, yeah. if you could for a little bit. Yes. Oh, JC, I'm so glad you brought this up. And I even saw those, the, the polls that you were doing. And I, um, I guess I wasn't really putting two, you know, two and two together when I read them. So I'm so glad that you just mentioned that. But if only people knew the mess I've made in my life, and I'm not just talking about financially, I've made some big mistakes. I have made big mistakes in my life. Mm-hmm. And I... Uh, ran to refuge, right? I ran to uh, spiritual leaders and I said, I want to be saved. I just want to, you know, I don't care if I do anything that I'm doing ever again. And this was, you know, years ago, but I'm just, I'm laying the groundwork and I've been there. You know, the Lord um, spoke to me several years ago and, uh, you know, you look at your life and you're like, okay, I haven't done things that bad. It's not that you're being self-righteous. It's just, you know, you look at your younger years maybe and, and say, oh, well, um, you know, God's, we, we preach God's grace is for you. God's forgiveness is for you. God's mercy is for you. Right. And it's true. And I believe that, but the difference that it made in my heart and in my mind was, oh, but I haven't done anything that bad. You know, you would, you think that, right. You think, well, okay, yes, God's grace is for you. God can pull you out of anything. God can do this. But then you're like, but I haven't really done anything that bad. But then when you get to the point where you do something that bad, then you're like, oh my gosh, is God's grace really for me? It's right. God, is God's grace really for me? And I never felt like I really heard the voice of God before. And I didn't hear it audibly. I just felt so impressed on my heart. When the Lord spoke this to me a couple of years ago, he said, um, Adrian, if my grace is sufficient for everybody else, why is it not sufficient for you in your time of need? You're being prideful. And I was like, whoa. Because we mask our, 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 oh, well, but God's grace isn't for me. I'm not worthy. God, nothing I've done is, is worth any of this. But then what we're saying is, God, but actually, you know, I've done things so bad that your grace can't cover me. And that's prideful when we yeah. start looking at it. Well, if God's grace is good enough for everybody, everyone else, no matter how, uh, you know, the scripture says, um, and some of you were, um, adulterers and, and uh, fornicators and all those things, but such were some of you and you are washed, you are sanctified. Yes. yes amen. Mm-hmm. That's the, right. That's the scripture. Yeah. And I didn't quote the whole thing, but um, you know, we are not uh, worthy because of who he are. We are worthy because of who he is and how right. he uh, washes us and cleanses us. Why do you think he had to die? Mm-hmm. Because we aren't worthy. <laughs> right. That's why he had to die. That's why he had to 
be the perfect sacrifice exactly. for us, mm-hmm. but his sacrifice makes us worthy. And so when you start thinking, oh, but the grace of God isn't for me, the mercy of God isn't for me. And I'm not talking about willfully sinning and, and, you know, we've all done things that aren't right. That's not what I'm saying. And I believe that, you know, I'm not going to get into the theology of that, but the Lord is merciful. He's merciful. As long as we repent, right? Right. As long as we repent and say, Lord, I need you I need your help. Um, But we can't be prideful and say, God, your grace isn't for me. And so I just want to encourage someone, no matter, literally, no matter what you've done, God's grace is for you. No matter what happened to you, God's grace is for you. No matter what life handed you, God's grace is for you. Stop being prideful, accept his grace. Yeah. Yeah. And I think we really do need to lean into that more. We have to, we have to quiet those voices, take mm-hmm. into captivity every thought that exalted itself against the knowledge of God. And we yes. have to really like think about that every thought. Yeah. That means telling yourself that you're an idiot or telling yourself that you're stupid or telling yourself that you're ugly or mm. worthless if somebody said that to you, that is wrong. That's from literally the pit. That is not from the voice of God because he doesn't think about us that way. And I think when we really are in the church and, you know, we're trying the best that we can and it's easy for us to beat up on ourselves. Like we weren't, we don't, you know, sing like so-and-so we don't preach like so-and-so we don't, you know, have a calling like this person or, you know, our calling doesn't look like this person right now. Everybody is in a different, like we said, season, but also just a different point, not a different level that they're, you know, higher than you or, or, or they mean more to God than you. And I think that's, what we have to understand is just because you see somebody, you know, active in ministry doesn't mean that they're better than you. Right. You know, we're all on the same page. Every one of us, is with sin. There is nobody without sin. We all fall short of the glory of God. And so, man, I'm just so encouraged. And I think I'm definitely going to be praying over some of these ladies, like on a deeper level. Yes. um, Because I do think, I do think that if the enemy can get your eyes on who, Mm. you know, like who you think you are in the most negative sense, then he literally strips away all your confidence for being active in the kingdom. Yeah. 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 So good. Well, Adrian, you have been so amazing and I am just ridiculously blessed to um, just be chatting with you and listening to your heart and just knowing your ministry. And I will for sure be contacting you to help me with my finances (laughs) in the future. But, um, I'll put all of Adrienne's information in the show notes if you guys want to head up her podcast, Faith in Finance podcast, and also her website. If you need Adrienne to help you, can you just share where they can find you, Adrienne, online and on social media? Yeah. So you can go to faithinfinance.org. I'm really active on social media on Instagram at faith.in.finance. And I'm just real and kind of goofy on there, but I also try to be active and help as well. Most of my content is shared on my podcast, Faith and Finance. And yeah, so feel free to connect with me. Thank you so much, Adrian. Thank you. Thank you for what you're doing, JC. If you found this episode inspiring or helpful, would you take a screenshot of it and share it on your Instagram stories, tagging me at Hello Awesome Ministries? 
It will encourage me that you were blessed. Also, don't forget to leave a review and subscribe so you can tune into future episodes. To learn more about Hello Awesome, head to helloawesomeministries.com. Until next time, keep your chin up, beautiful.